by thought, action by action, we build our character as well as we experience our life accordingly. It is what values we entertain, what attitude we have, and what type of actions we do in this world that takes us to the higher worlds of longer joy or to the lower worlds of long-term sorrow, depression, etc. What actions we do determines our life. Hence, what values, attitudes, what should be our ideals and those positive qualities which are called as Daivi Gunas, divine qualities that make it conducive for us to live in harmony and happiness in this world and to get that meditative poise to know our eternal nature of happiness. At the same time, the attitude, the arrogance and the hatred that the diabolic have in their life for which they ever live in a world of darkness and sorrow, frustration, agitation, greed and three other doors to such a world of suffering. One may call it as hell and that is desire, lust, anger and greed. These are the sure doorways to suffering. And therefore, Bhagwan has already warned us that these causes of our suffering, when we are anxious to eliminate and we are ready to work towards it, these values have to become our own virtues. And the right way to act in this world by which we free ourselves from the limitations and bondage, our likes, dislikes and desires. And there are so many actions that are generally told to us. Even for health, we have got so many options. Bhagwan gives us one clear instruction on how we should determine the actions that we should do, what attitude we should have, and what is the means to have that right knowledge. And Bhagwan instructs, Tasma chatram pramanam te 
कार्यकार्यवस्थित ज्ञावा शास्त्र विधानोक्त कर्म कर्तारसी हाउ डू बी नो वॉट इज राइट एंड रॉन्ग एंड बी फ्री फ्रॉम आवर कन्फ्यूजन एंड हैव अ फर्म रिजॉल्व If we introspect and observe, what we like, we call it as right. What we dislike, we call it as wrong. And even in others, what we like and dislike determines we considering them right or wrong. This self-deception. and not being clear as to what is right and wrong and the consequences we alone have to bear then how do we determine what is right and wrong because very often our right and wrong is colored by our own whims fancies desires greeds and our own likes and dislikes but what is right and wrong has to be determined not by our whims and fancies but through the right means of knowledge that means of knowledge which has been tested over period of time that which has been experienced and lived that means of knowledge is called as an authoritative knowledge and that which has this authoritative knowledge from not just one but many such great personalities that have lived their life and gained the wisdom of what is right and what is wrong through their life experiences is called as a shastra not just any book is called as a scripture or an authoritative textbook of that science that's called as shastra and therefore bhagwan says that let shastra be the authority here also one thing very often one person's thought ideology however good it may sound or even one person's proclamation unless it has got the precedence and the authority of precedence it cannot be considered as valid finally knowledge has to be gained as guided by these great instructions given in the scriptures by the great masters life has to be guided by that and we can be sure of what is right and what is wrong and when we act as guided by them it becomes our direct experience it becomes our wisdom and therefore bhagwan says let the scriptures be a guide in determining what ought to be done and what not to be done 
and having known it having understood it and therefore a proper study of these books of knowledge and understanding them and with that proper understanding practicing or performing with that right understanding one should act in this world as prescribed by the scriptures what is our duties and how we should perform our duties let the scriptures be the guide what we should do and what we should avoid but this conflict does remain in our life and krishna's concluding teachings concluding most powerful instruction that instantly can end all the causes of our sorrows bhagwan says sarva dharman parityajya mamekam sharanam vraja अहम तापेभ्य मोक्षा मुच यूल अंडरस्टैंड नाउ वाई गुरुदेव हेज एम्फसाइज द रेग्युलर स्टडी ऑफ द स्क्रिप्चर्स एंड लिविंग अवर लाइफ अकॉर्डिंग टू दोज आइडियल्स and when we live our life accordingly then we become fit for the highest knowledge for the highest discovery and whatever we may have understood finally krishna says sarva dharman parityajya mamekam sharanam vraja Tyajya, giving up, abandoning all dharmas, take refuge in me alone. Take refuge in this one me alone. This word dharma, in various shades of meaning, we have. explained but if we take it in a literal meaning as duties that krishna that has emphasized that we should do our duties if it means that abandoning all duties come to me then it will be very limited in its understanding but the great acharyas explain that giving up both dharma and adharma and its results and its attachment to these results take refuge in the one self or in that one ishwara come to me 
Of course, this is dramatized very beautiful in the Bhagavatam. That all our duties are to free ourselves from our likes, dislikes, desires and our repetitive vasanas, karma bandhan or bondage. And when all duties are done, it is done for the sake of the truth of the Lord. Even righteous actions, if it takes us away from the truth or Lord into indulging in its goodness and its uh, joys, then it has to be abandoned. Because that attachment takes us away from the infinite happiness. However, all actions we do is for this happiness, for this infinite self. All duties are for that supreme itself. And if duty takes us away from the supreme, it is not our duty. And therefore the gopis of Vrindavan, when Krishna tests them that how come abandoning all your duties have you come to me in the middle of the night in the forest? They are very clear that all duties are performed for the self, the Atma. And when it is that opportunity that we can abide in this self, then abandoning all external expressions, turn towards the one self, the seer, the atma, the self, the subject is one. The seen are many. When Bhagwan says, Sarva dharman parityajya mamekam sharanam vraja, Gurudev has explained that this verse, this final verse, is the verse of total surrender of the highest meditation. Dharma also means the essential quality of a thing. At this moment, identified with the body, mind, intellect, we take up the dharma, the qualities of the body, mind and intellect. And according to its needs and desires, we do the various actions, right or wrong, good or bad, duty or that which is not our duty. By saying Sarva Dharman Parityajya, giving up our false identification with the qualities, needs, desires of these equipments, body, mind and intellect, 
and the actions of this ego, the perceiver, feeler, thinker. Mam ekam sharanam vraja. Come to me with your mind and intellect, abandoning all identification and the actions born out of those identification. To me, the one. And when we turn our attention towards that one, the many dissolve. And so also the limitations and sorrows, pains, agitations, confusions of our body, senses, mind and intellect, they dissolve. At the same time, there is only one duty and that is to surrender to the Lord. All duties are for that. And therefore abandoning all that, Bhagwan says, come to me the one. And here is the promise of Bhagwan. Aham twa sarva papebhya. I shall free you from all sins. There will be not even the cause or even a thought of sorrow. Don't you worry. Don't you grieve. I, the self, in which everything dissolves to become one, in that you shall be free from all sorrow, for the self is of the nature of bliss. Ananda is its nature. And therefore, don't grieve. And surrendering to the Supreme Lord, the totality, Ishwara, who has the presidential right or the presidential power to free us from all our sins. Sins is not some crime done against God. As Gurudev points out very beautifully, sin is that action which rebounds to us in a form of a reaction that causes agitation and sorrow. I shall free you from all limitations, from all causes of sorrow. In fact, free you from this ego and its consequent actions and its results, the very cause of our sorrow. Don't grieve, for the Lord does not hold our sins. 
Even if at this moment we feel we do not have the knowledge and we do not know anything, just surrender to the Lord of the universe. Bhagwan says, I shall free you from all the causes of your sorrow. One person wanted to test a great saint. Seems that that saint was in connection with the Lord for the public. So this person wanted to treat that person as a fraud and went and said that you are in communication with Krishna. Then ask Krishna, what sin have I committed? What sin have I committed because of which I am suffering but nobody else knows of that action that I've done. Only me and God knows. So that if this person, this saint tells wrongly, he can tell the world that it is a fraud. And anyway, he had made up his mind that whatever he says will be a fraud. Next day, the saint said, I asked the Lord, I asked Krishna, what is that sin you have committed in hiding, that gruesome sin that only you and God knows? And Bhagwan said, I have already forgotten it. Why is he remembering it? Surrender all our hopes, expectations to that one lover of the universe. And Bhagwan says, I shall free you of all sins. And as the highest state of knowledge and meditation, turn your attention towards the one seer, the consciousness, the self. And when you turn your attention towards who am I? Who is that shining divine being in my heart? And as you meditate, turning your attention towards the self, surrendering all your anxieties and your identification with the body, mind, intellect, the equipments. And as the mind becomes calm, in that stillness of the mind, where the self, as though, dissolves the seeker into itself, into himself, and all causes of sorrow come to an end in that infinite, eternal, unchanging, 
unending bliss. These are the final words of Krishna. Sarva dharman parityajya mamekam sharanam vraja. Giving up all other identifications come to me. I shall free you of all agitations. We can only abandon and in love come and surrender. It is finally that infinite bliss that makes us dissolve in itself to make us bliss. These are Krishna's powerful instructions that summarizes the entire Bhagavad Gita and how we live and measure our performance and what we should perform so that we attain that happiness that we are seeking. Pujya Gurudev Swami Chinmayananda dedicated his entire life in the teachings of Vedanta because it is only this science that can give us that means to eternal happiness. So much was Gurudev's love for the entire world, humanity, that this loving song of Sri Krishna, every day of his life, he spread to millions of people and told all of us that study two verses of the Bhagavad Gita and the best commentary you will have of Pujya Gurudev Swami Chinmayananda to live this knowledge. Therefore, he wanted the study groups for discussion so that we understand the Shastra. And Gita is the essence of all Dharma, Shastra. It is the very essence of spiritual knowledge, Brahma Vidya. And Pujya Gurudev, his love for it was, and I remember I was with him in that last place I visited with him before his Mahasamadhi. One who is merged while living in this world itself. Such a master when he spreads his love, it is only to bring maximum happiness to maximum people for eternity. Even at the cost of his life. When doctors had said your heart is not functioning, your body and body one day has to go. Yet the 
power of love that flowed through him that he would continue to lift our mind to understand this knowledge so that we are inspired with clarity to live it and to experience it directly. I remember how we used to stop him by various means and he used to look at us and say, their minds were just tuned it up and I was just giving the highest knowledge. If I stop there for my life, then tomorrow will I be able to take them to that heights immediately? And in the sense he pointed out to us that tomorrow will I be able to be there to take this physically? Little did we understand that time that he would go and reach from one end of the world, from Sydney to San Diego, covering the entire world in his Virat Rupa, in his totality, and merge this body into its elements and become the one infinite self everywhere in us. And he said, look within and you shall find me within. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.